Yo, press record. What's up? You're listening to Zero to X, and my name is Daniel, and today, as always... Hey, guys, it's Amara on the show. What's up, what's up, what's up? I'm doing very well. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Amara, we don't say how was your week anymore, man. Yeah. How was your week? Let's repeat. <laughs> it was... Oh, lol. So, you know, when January was still shooting podcast episodes, and I am still let yet to level everything yeah and strike a perfect balance mm-hmm. to the degree that i would love mm-hmm. so it has been an interesting week it's very eventful <laughs> packed with a whole lot of things to do i feel like i feel like the, the most important part of that the eventful is the food in the eventful ah <laughs> a lot of events oh my god i can a imagine that you can imagine that so quick question has the fear of failure ever crossed your mind hmm. has the fear of not meeting your full potential hmm. ever crossed your mind? Or is this something you battle? I have cried, I think, four times in my adult life. Hmm. Three of them was because I felt I was failing my family. Wow. Three times. Was because I'm not going to tell what the other ones can guess. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, But three times, I cried for them three times. Hmm. Was because I felt I was feeling my family. I still feel that way. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, again, I will always say there have been some tiny humble wins yeah. that I've had in like the past two, three, four years. And I'm yeah. grateful to God. And for everyone who's given me an opportunity, and in some degree, I've put in the work and I've grown. Mm-hmm. But that feeling still gnaws at me. Mm. It really gnaws at me because, and in some way, it feels like. So I was, I was telling my assistant, I was telling someone some some days ago that when you see a really driven person, yeah, it's it's either that person is chasing something or something is chasing them. Word, word, it's word, I, It's one word. of the two. So <laughs> without fail, yeah, the number of times people have told me, ah, Daniel rests, ah, Daniel doesn't rest, or something along those lines. Yeah. It's, a, it's like, it's a yeah, we, I, I hear it when <laughs> I'm around you. <laughs> like, it's a lot, but again, and again, like it ties into like, there's so many, it's, there's so many things that go into that. I'm sleeping now. I was, it's not if I wasn't sleeping before, but. Yeah, we get you. Yeah, you get me, yeah. I'm sleeping now. I'm sleeping better. I'm sleeping more consistently because, again, so we'll talk about we need to talk about rest and health. We do very soon because people really undermine it. It'll be like hustle culture, yeah. hustle culture, culture, hustle culture. Back to the point. Yeah. So, but I feel like some like a really big part of why I work as hard as I work is I don't want to fail, man. Mm. And my definition of failure is very high, like. Some people will think it's unreasonable. I tell people, if I die a multi-millionaire in dollars, I fuck up. Hmm. Like, if I end up with all I made in this life is $9,999 million, I messed up. Hmm. I know what it seems I'm capable of. And not meeting that is a very legit, I would say fear. Hmm. I would actually say fear not meeting that it's one of the things that drives me the most to work as hard as i work now i'm trying to like i like we said in the previous episode like i'm trying to figure out the discipline 
part of the equation of yeah. the recipe for success. Yeah. Because I did it the most, I found out like right now is what I need the most. It's, so, it's what seems to be missing. The yeah. smarts are there. The work ethic is there. Yeah. yeah. Like all of these other things that could make for it are there. Yeah. The resources to learn out there, the will to want to do it is there, yeah. but it's just the discipline to like make it, make sure like everything is in a system that is delivering. That's why I'm in my phase of life right now. But yeah, it is. Yeah, it is there. Interesting. Interesting. It is. It is. It is so there, man. Like that fear of failure, that fear of not fulfilling your potential. Like I've said this so many times right now. You are that probably that I want to die empty. Yeah. I don't want to be known as that guy with potential. At what age? That's cute when you're 12. It's cute when you're 14. Okay, 18, not so bad. 25, what? Still potential. Well, well, we can make an argument that 25 is still reasonable. It is. Again, like I said, my, again, and we always say it's nuanced. It's nuanced. You know yes. what I was going to say? Yeah. It's incredibly nuanced, but for me, yeah, like I said, my definitions of what, it is, what success is, and what failure is, a lot of people might not be able to, like, you know, there might not be a lot of people's standards, and like, that's fine. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Because, again, there are late starts. There are people that might wander through life and they yeah. not, figure, not really figure out things until much later, and then that's fine. Yeah. That's really fine for them. Do you understand yeah. what I'm trying to say? And again, the older I get, I maybe get a little bit more wisdom on what success should really look like. So if there are things that I'm constantly changing or redefining what success is for me, mm -hmm. what failure is for me. So that's still a journey. And I want to see where it goes. Yeah. But I, where I am in my life right now, like the standards I've told you right now hold true as of today. Yeah. So the fear of not fulfilling my potential is a very legit fear. What do you do about it? What do I do about it? I work, man. But then that's the thing. The work... Right now, I'm trying to make the work more purposeful than compensatory. Mm. So what I mean by that is I'm compensating for the fact that I think I'm messing up so bad by just draining myself from work. That's a lot to unpack. It's a lot to unpack. Like this is probably the most open or vulnerable you would see me like yeah. really. And again, it's not like I'm hiding these things. Like nobody yeah, asks nobody's questions. asking. Yeah. You understand what I'm trying to say? But I work as hard as I work because I want to try to do everything. And See, guys, let me tell you something. Maybe I will help you help that person in your life that you are thinking, you're hearing my story, and you're thinking, oh, this person is so much like Daniel. You will probably never really understand what they're going through. I promise you. You will tell them you appreciate them, they should learn to appreciate themselves. Slow down. They will smile at you and say, okay. They, but they won't listen. Hmm. You can't convince them. Like, like the, the best you can do for someone like that is be a support. Hmm is to be a support to that person, encourage the person through all of that. Because no matter how much, oh, you're doing too much, like learn to smell the roses. So the have another question. The person doesn't really care about the roses, man. I promise you. Like he might take a moment to, she might take a moment to acknowledge that, oh, I'm doing something really cool here. But it's on to the next one almost as quick. Almost as quick. So this brings me to my next question. When do you appreciate the wins? Hmm. At, what, at what point do you look at your achievements and give yourself a pat on the back relative to what you are chasing? 
immediately these days i before it's it's two different stories before i never really used to okay because i always felt like i'm capable of so much more hmm. like i appreciate the fact that it happened i know there might be other people that might struggle so i'm more insensitive to that yeah, yeah. it's like i'm capable of so much more so it is not a as big a result enough for me to to warrant me wanting to go all ballistic celebration mm. like it's not just as big a result just yet so what's big enough more <laughs> <laughs> that question but right but more recently so that was me before okay that was last year that was six months ago that was a year ago okay well right now immediately it happens the moment something really good happens or something that everybody would definitely determine like would say as good happens yeah like okay this is pretty cool but i don't want to lose that edge mm. i think that is what drives the theme it's what drives i don't want to say the craziest of the most insane people who want to do the things that they do like in terms of like innovation improvement advancement yeah there are people that just have to blaze that trail man and maybe yeah. i am part of them maybe i'm not but still was to try to figure that out yeah but I don't want to lose that edge. I like the edge. Oh, you do? I like the edge of, huh, okay, on to the next one. Hmm. And like, again, I understand that this is very, all very... Yeah, your I, views your views are very strong. To take yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're very... And again, I must say, this isn't for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. This isn't for everyone. I know two guys around me that I'm seeing that they are going through the things I'm, I was going through, yeah, when mm -hmm. I was younger, when I, a little earlier in my journey. And I'm like, I'm showing them the things to miss. Like, don't avoid going down this road. I've been there. Yeah. You don't need to. Do you understand? Because they are exactly like me in my psyche of how I think about, oh, you can do so many things. And I think generally this is a problem that multi-talented people face. Hmm. The moment you can do so many things well, I was like, which one do you do? Oh, I want to do them all. Then some wise person comes and tells you to focus. Ha. But I can't do everything. And then for some people, this is how it works for some people. Some people will now actually take the advice to focus and win big. Yeah, agreed. And win big. Some will still do coconut head. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. And some might still win, but it's like there will be that struggle of, ah, uh, it's like, it's a, it's a whole different thing. And sometimes it only makes sense in your mind, but saying it out loud, it might not make as much sense to other people. So if you are... I wish it was video so they could see me turning towards the camera like <laughs> if you are going through this trust me there is someone somewhere me daniel that understands what it's like okay so what do you recommend for people who might also be battling fear of failure or the fear of not fulfilling their potential you think it's something that they should use as an edge like you said mm -hmm. or do you think it's something that they should find a way to resolve? Do you, mm -hmm. think, it, do you think it pushes everybody? It paralyzes some people. It absolutely mm. stops them. It stopped me. Mm. Sometime last year, I, I told Amara this, there's an, there's an idea that I'd had for such a long time. It was big. It was stupid big, man. I told Amara about this. Amara is already like, I remember. Yeah, I remember. And I told him, yeah, I think I'm going to try to get this thing done by December. Amara said, Okay, because like Amar and I have this shared thing of nothing is really too big for us to do. Yeah. That's how Amar and I are. So like, I feel anything before December. I was like, let's see. 
immediately after the conversation, like, bro, for the next six weeks, I couldn't do anything. Huh. It, it, it was given, and what, what I was feeling in that moment is, because I, I needed to, like, I think to, I can relate yeah, to this. To do that, to, to do something that big, I was like, okay, I'm doing these things in my life right now. What is it going to take? What am I going to free up the time to, like, attend yeah, to this? And something this is, needs to And give. this in itself is a really big thing. Yeah. And probably no cap, I could sell this thing five, ten years for a couple hundreds of millions of dollars or mm-hmm. translate it into something incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was seeing the potential for what this thing could be. And I was like, okay. Okay. And then for That's the it. next six weeks, blank. It paralyzed me. At that point in time, it was like, you know when you're climbing a mountain and you don't look down? Hmm. You just keep going. And like that's how people like that may share similarities to my psyche work. Mm-hmm. We just keep going. Again, we, because we don't stop to Yeah. We don't stop to really, really smell the roses as much as, as maybe other people will. We just keep going. We just keep going, just keep going, just keep going. And you've not looked down. We are just going. And you're enjoying the going because all you're doing is going. Yeah. You fuck guy. And this might be a this might be a help for someone. The way to do hard things is just to not quit. Yes. You can pause or don't yeah. quit. Keep yeah. going. Keep going and you will go. Yeah. Keep going and you will move. <clears throat> so the course are just going. <clears throat> Excuse me. You're just going. You're just going. Just going. Just going. And then maybe one time. And it's like you don't really feel tired because adrenaline is going. Like, adrenaline, adrenaline, yeah. You're just going, 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 going. And then one time you just mistakenly look, look down. down. And you're like, what? And why? Hmm. What the hell am I doing? Why am I doing this? These were the questions in my head at that point in time. Hmm. Why? I like working hard, man. Hmm. I I love because and not working hard for the sake of working hard. I love the process of building things. I've already said this before. I'm yeah, fundamentally have. a creator. I am blessed. I'm fortunate to have discovered that about myself. Yeah. I'm fundamental. I like building things. And yeah, building you. things takes time. Yes. And the things I like to build are big. <laughs> you more time. So it takes <laughs> even more time. So I'm not trying to work hard to prove that I'm macho. It's just what I want to do like, just needs this, this amount of work. If it didn't yeah. need as much, it's fine. But I chose to do this. This is like my own multiplier. I chose to do this. I'm not doing, I'm not necessarily doing online internet business models will tell you, okay, two, three, four, five hours a day. And that's the truth for them. Yeah. It's the truth. Mine takes a lot longer than that. In fact, I'm doing multiple things, so it even takes a little longer. Yeah. Do you understand? So, but it's my choice. That's what makes me feel fulfilled. Okay. So it's like you're just doing and doing and doing. And in those six weeks, I just looked down and I, I was like, nobody should be like, what and why? Those were the two questions in my head. In fact, recently I saw and one of my biggest role models. In some way, in a lot of ways, actually, I really like him as a person and like what he's been able to do. Elon Musk, like he, he's as he's like a childhood hero to me. Just like I didn't know in my childhood, mm, okay, but true. that's how I feel about Elon Musk. Mm. Do you understand? Like literally, he's self-taught in a lot of the things that he's doing. I'm yeah. self-taught in a lot of things that I'm doing. I like to read. He likes to read. Do you understand? So there are some parallels, and I see that he likes building things. He is literally enforcing his will on the entire mankind. Like, we must become an interplanetary species. I can appreciate the level of work. He started off in finance, like, building PayPal and what. Yeah. Yeah, so and I'm starting off in a similar credit finance space. So, it's, it, like, there are so many parallels, and I didn't really realize these this details, but I was like, 
I just liked him. I liked his story. Even before he became the richest man in the world, when he was still on like $20 billion or something, I liked him since then. Like, I just liked that he was a hard worker and he was building stuff. And he was daring crazy things that nobody knew if they would work or not. Mm-hmm. Electric cars, nobody knew if it was going to work. Hyperloop. Commercial, um, space travel and all that jazz. Nobody really knew it was going to work. He was taking gigantic risks. Standing alone in the rain. Literally. And I remember sometime, I think it was, in, I, saw, I saw an interview or a clip of an interview and you know that there is this popular motivational video like you gotta work 80 to 100 hour work weeks every week and it's Elon Musk that says that all the time and then I realized that Omo a typical work week is 40 hours so he's telling me to work twice that much minimum to get to where he is did you? <laughs> do you understand? so but then so people if you're not careful you just run with that but then I saw an interview that he did yeah and it was two guys that were interviewing him and they talked about like that time at Tesla. I think Tesla was about to go bankrupt or something. And he said she was putting in 120 hours of work every week. A lot of Tesla's staff too were probably doing the same or like almost similar. Yeah. And some and they were he was they were like single digits weeks on bankruptcy at that point in time, if I remember the facts of the story well. And it was like people think like that's macho. And in that interview, I saw his eyes. It was like, it hurts my head. It hurts my heart. Nobody should have to do this. Mm. Nobody should have to work this hard. But it was like, if he didn't do it, Tesla would have gone under then. Mm. If he didn't pay that price, then. And again, he wasn't really conscious of the fact that he was paying that price. When your company is about to go back home, you will lose sleep. So whatever extra chemicals in his body, whatever extra hormones were released, probably aided... And naturally, he's a hard worker. Probably aided him being able to work as those, much those long uh, hours. Like it was not a thing to sustainably do. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? It's not a thing to sustainably do. So it's a it's a thing where I saw his eyes, and I don't know how many people will see that interview. They will just be seeing the work 80 to hundred hour weeks every week. Yeah, but they won't see that part where it's like nobody should do this. Like it hurts my head. It hurts my heart thinking about it. No, why? So in that six weeks, that's how I felt. And it took a lot to pick my, myself back up and get on my grind. It took a lot. So I don't, I don't know that I answered your question, man. I just went into like a lot of things. <laughs> I went that's into right. a lot of things, man. I feel like you need to get off your chest. <laughs> well, I kind of have. I think I'm doing this for the people that don't know how to explain this feeling. Mm. I'm a little more self-aware than most, I think. So there are people that might be going through what I'm going through and not understand how to explain it to someone else. So I'm giving those people a voice. Mm. Do you understand? I get you. I'm giving those people a voice that someone gets you. Yeah. That, that's, what, that's, that's what I did. Like, yeah. Yeah. So for that, we appreciate you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what I really wanted to find out was what you would advise. What I would advise? For people who deal with fear of failure. You, fear of mm, not hitting their potential. Again, like, you use that as a fuel. Or it's best that? it's best you use it as if you can and then sometimes and you'll find even even that in the, if you can it might not be healthy mm-hmm. to use that as if you're a failure otherwise everything will keep on scaring that you can lose it at the end of the day mm-hmm. you are setting yourself up for serious imposter syndrome because you might never you might never get to the point where you prove to yourself enough that you've done it mm-hmm. do you understand like if you have a fear of failure Again, because we typically don't stop to smell the roses. 
yeah. no matter how incredible these results are. And other people will say that they are incredible. So even when we are doing things that is generating billions of dollars in value and impact for people and really bringing a blessing to people like around us, that might not be enough for us because our mind is, okay, done, what next? That's literally our mind. It's not even a thing that we can help. Do you understand? So it might not even be healthy to keep using that. Do you understand? Yeah. So I'm not going to say that I have the answer. That's, if, that's even if you can. I'm not going to say that I, I have the answer to how to use it to, to use it, but I'm, I'm, you, know, you know how we do in this podcast. If something can help, help you get to a particular point, leverage it the most positively, the most healthily you can yeah. to get to that point. Yeah. Uh, and if you can't, I don't know, man, maybe talking about it could help. Sometimes mm. if you need to like do therapy, it could help. Sometimes if you need to rethink about certain things in certain ways, like it's mindset. Yeah, sometimes it's I think it things. might be a lot of self, self-examination that would mm-hmm. be required on your own part. On your own part, yeah. yeah. Like I'm only able to say these things because I looked at it critically, okay, this is how I'm feeling, this is why I'm feeling this way, and yeah. maybe you might not know what to do about it then, but even that awareness I found personally, it helps. Yeah. Knowing that awareness that, okay, this is it, because again, this podcast is really for people that can't put these feelings into words. Mm. Do you understand? The fear of failure or fear of not living up to your potential. It's real. Yeah. Like one day you feel like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. And on that day you're feeling like I'm the shit. Well, you see this, we, just to, to come in a little bit. So for this podcast, I just want us to consider Gary Vee and mm-hmm. the way he thinks about these kinds of things. I love, I absolutely love the way he always tries to remind everybody Mm-hmm. that we have time you have time uh, have time. you have time so that's one 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 of the ways in which the pressure creeps up on us mm-hmm. with regards to these fears mm-hmm. is the fact that you might be losing time that oh yeah i'm 25 i'm 26 i'm 27 mm-hmm. i'm 28 i'm 29 i'm mm-hmm. 30. Mm-hmm. gary v goes for gary v makes a point that at 30 You've just barely lived a third of your life. Mm-hmm. You can still go higher. And this is absolutely why I love Grand Cardone. Yo, that's that guy really. I'm a happy. Some, I don't. I don't. I don't. I, like, I appreciate. So, this is the thing, yeah. We can appreciate when we see the success story. Yeah. But what it takes to have lived yeah. a life that we count as a lesson now. Imagine all he had to go through and reinvent yeah. himself at the age that he did. Yeah. yeah. It could have been incredibly yeah. difficult. Like yeah. we will never like not a lot of people would appreciate what that experience in the time yeah. would be like. Now we see this YouTube superstar. Yeah. We see the private jets. We see the watches. We see the helicopters. We see the watches. We see the everything. We see his beautiful see family. His we see his, like we see everything. <laughs> but for those 30, 40 years where he was like not there, not put together. Yeah. Like, you don't know what that is like in the time of living. That's 40 years old. So there's time. So guys, there that's, is time. That's a huge reminder for that's, all of that's us. That's a big reminder, man. Like, there there's is time. time. You can reinvent yourself. Man. Yeah. You can choose literally. It's your life. Like, let it sink into your life. You choose what you want to do with your life. If there's something that you're not feeling good about, okay, can I change this? And one more thing, guys. In as much as we say that there is time, it's also important to keep in mind that we don't promote laziness. So you don't say there is time and then use that time unwisely. You want mm-hmm. to make sure that you're doing the best that you can with the time that you have available to you. Because mm-hmm. we could say there is time and you're spending half of that time doing things 
that are in no way, shape, or form adding mm-hmm. value to you. Mm-hmm. So just to establish that while you have time, you still need to go hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing is, with time and with enough self-awareness mm-hmm. and enough self-introspection, mm-hmm. you just come to that point where these things dissipate over time. So when yeah. you're convinced, when you're convinced within yourself that after this is after your self-awareness, that you're convinced mm-hmm. within yourself that you can't fail because of the potential that you oh, have wow. in you. <laughs> because of the yeah. potential and your awareness mm-hmm. of how much of that potential you are mm-hmm. putting out to mm-hmm. become what you want for yourself. Yeah, to pick up what Amara is saying, yeah, I think, again, because people like to say, think before you talk, and I understand what they mean, but I also think that you think as you talk. In yeah. fact, talking helps you think because Sometimes, you hear your yeah. ideas out loud and you are working through things like and that that definitely helps yeah so now because again this is still like my experience maybe i'm a little further along than most some people dealing with this or maybe i'm not as accomplished as some other people like yeah so it's, it's just totally fine um but i think something that i know that kind of knows at me or know that me still knows at me yeah is whether you trust yourself enough to turn that potential to results that's where it is yeah yeah. So yeah. this goes back to the exercise we told you guys to do then. Build confidence in yourself. Yes. Build trust in yourself yes. that yes. you very can. Good because point. it's very easy because the, not the, the most talented people typically are not hard workers. Yeah. Because they're used to getting things so easily. So they, they're not used to putting in the work, the minimal amount of work that mm-hmm. might be required on average to get things done because yeah. they get things easier. Mm-hmm. So they're not used to working the minimal required hard work. Mm-hmm. You understand? That's why you start hearing things about like um, talent can't beat hard work. Yeah, all those kinds of things. But the part of that saying that I love is that if talent works hard, everybody's screwed. I love it. Yeah. It's true. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's absolutely true. That's what I love. I like That's what I look forward to, man. It's like, you have all this potential. Build that trust in enough. That, that's, I think that would help. A that would help people. a, like, a lot. Do you trust yourself to build the confidence to turn that potential into results? Because you mostly feel like you're wasteful. That's yeah. it. You mostly feel like you're wasteful. An explanation that I typically use, yeah, is the parable of talents from the Bible. And it was essentially a lesson in productivity. Mm-hmm. You, they're given one talent, another two talents, another person, five, five talents. talents yeah. yeah. And at the end of a time, you have done issue that you're expected to produce results. Yeah. The person with five talents comes back with five more. The person with two talents comes back with two more. The person with one talent doesn't come back with anything because like there was an entire shebang around that. And I tell people that people with potential feel mm-hmm. like this. They because they because it's potential, yeah, it almost seems as if they don't have anything to do with it, which is often not true. Mm. There must have been some work you put in there to make your starting point a little higher than other people. But yeah. you mostly would have forgotten. Yeah. You'd have forgotten about what did that work, whatever it was that you did. Or mm-hmm. some conditioning that give you that extra leverage. Mm-hmm. But let's even say the person with potential always feels like the person with five as his starting point. Yeah. But he has only come back with two more. Mm. He hasn't come back with five. So he doesn't feel good. Yeah. She doesn't feel good. Yeah. If you think about it, the person that brings five and produces another five, mm-hmm. and the person that was given two and produces two more, they both doubled 
Yeah, they're pretty so much the same, the same guys. Yeah, it's almost the same level of productivity. You 2 x Yeah. Do you understand? There might be nuances as it's easier to 2 x 2 than to 2x5, but averagely they 2 x Oh, that's so, what we said person, otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> but the person with potential will always feel like the person with five, but that has only brought one back or two back. Yeah. So they're really not going to feel themselves until they can bring five back. Yeah. And the way to do that is to start to build trust and confidence in yourself. Super important. Guys. You need to build the evidence. Yeah. You win, like what Amara said, scoring points in favor of the person you want to become. Absolutely. You need to build the evidence because people, we won't kid ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. People, they will not kid themselves. Yeah. I kid everybody, you but can't kid yourself. They don't even care about kidding everybody because people just project their thinking onto them because they already see so much potential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fair. Do you understand? Yeah. So it's like people are having all these ideas of me because of what you see. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not kidding myself. I know what I know what's going on. I'm not going to lie to myself. Most people will will never do. So the thing to do is to start to build the evidence. Build the evidence. Build the evidence. Building the evidence gives you the confidence. Yeah. Literally do that. I like how we answer the question at the end of the day. (laughs) You understand? I think that's really it, man. That's really it. Building the evidence will give you the confidence that, oh. I can turn, I trust myself enough, enough. to turn yeah. the potential. And please, never you apologize for who you are. Mm-hmm. Never you apologize for the potential that you have. Whether you remember it or not, there was something you would have done that would work for that potential. Yeah. Some conditioning you were subjected to. And in some way, you produce the potential that you have. You think it's your starting point. So never, never apologize for who you are. Because the moment you start to do that, the moment you start to lower your voice, guys shout, babe shout, talk in the meetings. Let them think that you're just, mm-mm. it's not on you. Yeah. Build your emotional intelligence enough to be able to manage situations like that. Yep. But never you lower your voice. Yeah. Never you lower your voice. Yeah. That was a good one. That was, was a good, good one. one. Thank you for sharing that, yeah. This was how we planned for this podcast to go, man. <laughs> <laughs> This is not how we plan for it to go. Well, as usual, we hope you find one or two things to Absolutely. take away. Absolutely. And we hope that this in some way inspires you to push to the next level. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll see you in the next one, guys. We'll see you in the next one, guys. Take care. Yeah, cheers. Till next time. <laughs>